Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host of the Shine Online podcast and the CEO at Shine with Natasha, where I specialize in Instagram strategy and video storytelling. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know and share my best Instagram strategies with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest conversations, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Today's podcast episode is a little bit different. I'm going to give a little bit of a disclaimer before you dive right into this conversation with my friend, Carson. Long story short, we're going to be taking a little bit of a podcast pause. I love this podcast, and over the past few years, it's been such a joy for me to have some incredible guests on the show that you can go back and binge and really pour into this podcasting community. It's one of my favorite platforms. But as we start to ease into this new season of life and business and kind of winding down, and I've been retraining myself to do a little bit less as I've been pulled to rest and not push and hustle and do more. And we're getting married in just a few months. And instead of trying to prep and batch and do all this stuff that was honestly making me feel really overwhelmed, I realized that something had to go. And you'll hear a little bit more about why that is, why it's only a pause, and if that resonates with you, how you can do it in your own business in this episode. So stay tuned. We will definitely be back super, super soon. I'm not going to say a date, but I'm thinking it's going to be for our fifth business birthday birthday. And things are going to be a little different. Um, There's going to be a lot more solo episodes. I really want to use this medium to give a lot more long form, really helpful insights, frameworks, workshops, and lessons for you to learn from when it comes to embracing video content to grow your business and brand. So that is what is coming. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to my email list. I send out weekly emails with tips, updates, thoughts, musings, and also I'm going to be posting still on YouTube. So I'm going to be sharing any audio formats that make the most sense, aka they don't need visuals or tutorials here on the podcast still, even while we're doing the pause. So we're going to be on YouTube. You can listen to the audio versions right here, but definitely subscribe to my channel. And of course, stay tuned over on Instagram. So all of those links are in the show notes. Let's get right into this conversation. How do we intro this? Like whose podcast is this? I have no idea. (laughs) Welcome to our podcast episode. Welcome to the podcast episode. (laughs) Who like takes it away? This is so interesting. I mean, we both are on no each other's idea. podcasts. Yeah. And I just want to put it out there that I am lead, I'm the lead guest interview on the yes. Shine with Natasha. If anyone's coming for my title, just do Yes. Yes. You are leading on the Shine Online podcast, top tier. I think you've been on four or five times. So yeah, yeah you're winning. Well, okay, cool. I'm not very competitive, <laughs> but if there's one thing that I'm okay with winning, it's that. 
Yeah, I love it. Well, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a very chatty, I think a little bit different than both of our podcasts are used to type of episode. We love going on hot girl walks. They are our favorite thing to do together, I would say. And we almost always talk about a good mix of personal and business things. Mm -hmm. And when we were on our hot girl walk last time with Rue, she was listening to all the tea. She was getting it all. Oh, yeah. Rue was like, I'm made for this. This is what I was made for. I've been waiting for these walks. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And we just had like such a good breakthrough. And we just kept saying, we're like, this should be a podcast episode. Like, I feel like so many people need to hear this. So we were like, let's make it a podcast episode. And here we are. Yeah, I think that's so good. I know. We're like, how do we how do we start this podcast? I when, I remember when we were walking, I was like, maybe we should stop talking about this or maybe we should start recording now. Right. Um, but in all seriousness, I think some of the best talks and some of the things that people relate to the most, um, your community, my community are like the talks that like friends and business have privately that private probably a lot of people are feeling but maybe they don't have a person. I hope everyone has a person like you and I have each other, or maybe it inspires someone. Maybe like, you know, someone like local to you and like, you just, you know, are going to be inspired to be like, Hey, go on a walk with me so we can talk about these things. But I think like the reason why we want to have this conversation is because we had such a breakthrough talking to one another, which just goes to show that like, being in community and business is so important, but also to let people know that like they're not alone. And maybe possibly the third piece is like to give someone the permission slip that we gave one another. Cause we gave each other a huge permission slip because the title of this episode is we're breaking up, right? Yeah, literally. Yeah. We just gave each other permission that it was okay to pause. It was okay to break up. We'll yeah. talk about what we're breaking up with. It is not matcha. It is not it, ceramics. No. Absolutely. We, <laughs> not we do not hate things. our no, we don't hate ourselves. We're just we we love we still love matcha. Wouldn't that be funny? We are yeah, breaking oh up with matcha. Could you believe it? I think dot, actually dot, dot. I know. <laughs> I think people would tune into that though. Like, what is wrong I know. with you? Um, but that is kind of like talking about the breakup situation. Like that is how this all started, was because yep. I was like, I'm going to tell you something. Cause we were kind of talking about how we were like, we're in a funk. Like we had both been in a funk, like business wise, but like before the walk, we didn't tell, we go on walks like pretty regularly. I would say at least like twice a month month, or once a month, twice a month. month. And, um, we didn't tell each other and we voice message like outside of going on walks. And like, I don't think either one of us told each other, like, Hey, we're in a funk. I think we just both met up and we kind of like, we're like, yeah, we've been like, you know, just feeling this way. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. And I feel like I told, I think I told you, like, I'm kind of judging myself or I kind of feel weird for wanting this. But then I told you like what I wanted to break up with in my business. And then you were like, Oh my gosh, me too. And literally that was the last thing I expected you to agree with me on. Yeah. Literally. Should we like (laughs) tell them what it is? I feel like we're like being so like, what are we breaking up with? (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be that way. I just didn't know when we're, when we're going to allude to that. Yeah. We're alluding to it. So yeah, I think 
I think there's a few layers that we want to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be very chatty, as you can already tell. (laughs) But we're going to be talking about this shift of energy from like focusing so much on business growth to more personal growth, which is a conversation we've had a lot over just the past year. And then just when to know when it's time to pause in business, in our content, how to know when it's not time to quit, but just to maybe take a pause moment, rest, and just kind of what we're doing while we are pausing and what we are pausing is our podcast yes which is ironic because like you're listening to this podcast about us breaking up with the podcast but okay I'll kind of just paint a picture for you so like Natasha and I were like on our hot girl walk with Rue Rue's by our side Rue's having the time of her life Natasha and I are sad Rue is like definitely carrying the vibe she's carrying the entire vibe for a walk emotional support animal she was doing her job and um so anyways we're like going on this walk and I would, I don't even know how we like happened upon like, oh yeah, we're feeling this way. I think we were just like, both came into it with like, we're tired, like we're tired, Mm -hmm. but we don't know what we're tired of. And we don't know really how to process it, which again is why community is so important in business. Um, because externally processing for sure is my thing. And I think it's also can be your thing as well. But anyways, we were walking and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I've just been feeling like, um, we both felt like we were creating for the sake of creating, or at least I fully felt like I was creating for the sake of creating like be oh we were talking about my trip to Alaska you're asking me because I went on a cruise to Alaska and I was telling Natasha like how during that time I like brought my laptop with me just in case I felt creatively inspired and wanted to work um and I like bought wi-fi all that stuff but I did not open my laptop one time to work during that seven day trip and in fact I was kind of feeling like wow like I'm not like usually when I go on trips like this and I'm in different scenery especially like I can see nature and stuff like I actually want to sit down and create in the peace and quiet like outside of my normal routine of being in my office and like having a structured time to create but I didn't feel that at all and a because I was enjoying myself right and I was spending tons of time with my family but b also because I was creatively burnt out and I wasn't feeling inspired even though I was away and I was like realizing all these things like wow I've been on this hamster wheel of creating like I don't even know how to create because I want to create because I've just been creating for the sake of it. And then one of the things that I felt like was weighing me down was the podcast. Like it just wasn't bring, it's like our biggest, if you don't have a podcast, like creating content for a podcast is your biggest piece of content that you likely create if you do Mm -hmm. have one. And it was just like weighing me down. So I told Natasha, I was like, yeah, I was explaining to her how I felt about content on the cruise. And then I was like, and actually like, I feel like kind of self-conscious telling you this, but like, I don't want to do the podcast anymore this summer. Like I want to take a break from the podcast. And then immediately you said, I was like, me too. But literally (laughs) the night before my little backstory is the night before uh, me and Marlon had just been talking and I've just really been struggling to juggle this pull of just wanting to rest and be in this very exciting season of like, getting ready to get married, but also this pressure of growing our business, which supports both of us. It supports Mm -hmm. our team. It's gotten a lot bigger and it's taken a lot more mental capacity for me, even as I work a lot less this year than I ever have. And so I feel like we were just having this really honest conversation where I was just like, I just don't have it in me to do all the things that's on the docket to do. 
And we were kind of just talking about things like what needs to go. And so we pushed back a launch that we had planned. We pushed back a project. We kind of like prioritized what really needed to be done and where I could create more space. And I, I felt the same way. I felt weird saying the podcast because I think it's safe to say that both of us love our podcast communities mm-hmm. and we yeah. love this, this type of content, this audio content. But I just realized that I had had my podcast for almost three, four years and it did feel like it was on this like continual hamster wheel of cranking out interviews, cranking out content, most of which I do really enjoy and I'm really proud of, but to the point where I felt like I was being consistent for the sake of being consistent because I know how important it is. I mean, we are the biggest advocates for be consistent with your email list, be consistent with how you're showing up on Instagram. Like we definitely agree with that, but I think sometimes and right it wasn't like I need to remove the podcast completely right like do we need to quit the podcast and never podcast again I think we both can agree we fall victim to like black and white thinking of like do I need to completely quit like is that what it is quit business entirely go get a whole other job quit the podcast because we're feeling all these ways because we're feeling burnt out about content creation or we're feeling maybe it wasn't even like a complete burnout on content creation but I think I was just like I was dry like I'm just like I'd had nothing like like what you're saying I was creating content for the podcast just so I could (laughs) this is going to be ironic because I mean my podcast is just keep showing up. Um, but I was creating content just to keep showing up just because, you know, um, consistent, I had allowed other people in the whole, okay. So the whole thing I'm, I'm combining so many different subjects right here, um, that I think, you know, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because I think a lot of people, um, will be so encouraged by this, but like, I think Natasha and I can both agree that while we are strong advocates of being consistent in our marketing and content and just stuff like that, like being consistent is not a negative thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's like when you allow other influences to define what consistent means for you or else you're a failure. And what I had done is there's all these different stigmas for what consistent means and looks like and how often you should show up on different platforms in order to see success and in order to feel success. So for podcasting, consistency around feeling success and being successful is showing up at least once a week. Okay. Having Mm -hmm. a podcast episode go out once a week. Some bigger podcasters, of course, will like throw in a bonus episode a month or something like that. So, you know, I was just creating content for the sake of showing up in order to be that success and see that success. Like, okay, I don't feel particularly inspired about this piece of content that I'm putting up, but I have to do it anyway, because this is what you do when it comes to podcast creation is kind of like where I, what I was feeling and where I was coming from for myself and talking to like Natasha. And like, even when I got home from our walk, I realized, and I think I was even telling you this, like I am someone who enjoys a longer process. I would rather put out fewer pieces of content per month, um, but then be pieces of content that I am insanely proud of and that I know hold a lot of value for my listeners and for people. So I was becoming detached to my content because I was just like, well, I got to keep going. I got to keep cranking out. Like, I, I don't even really know if I, I don't like the way I'm doing this. And I think I, I feel like I'm just throwing things out there so I could be and feel successful is what I was doing. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think we get in these routines of like creating just to show up and Mm -hmm. we forget that the energy in which that you are creating and showing up for your communities, we don't want it to be this just like this automation, this batching, this scheduling, all of which are important things. But if we're just doing that, we're like losing that spark, which I think is what makes content connect so deeply with people. And I feel like all of this kind of was deeply rooted in our shift of energy that we've both been feeling of like, for so many years, we were focusing on like building our businesses, Mm -hmm. especially when you're like a new business owner, you're like, let me just get this business running. And then as you get momentum, you're like, now I want to continue to grow it and scale it. And then there's team members and then you have a new offer. And then you have all these things that are now added to the docket that you're doing where most of the time you're focusing and dreaming and thinking of this business when I think we've both been feeling like we've done that and like it served its purpose and season, but like, what if we put that same energy to our own personal growth and our own personal yeah. interests, which I think has been something we've been exploring and like having a lot of fun with. But I also do think that brings up the, the guilt of like, am I resting too much? Am I not working enough? Could I be doing more? Um, comparison also comes into that of like, look at everyone else cranking out things. Do mm-hmm. I need to be cranking out new things? Am I not going at a fast enough pace? So I think that growth can like make this consistency of showing up feel even trickier when we're making that like teeter totter shift between business and personal. What has been like your experience there. Yeah. It's been so hard because I, I think on our walk, I told you, um, I had just met with my therapist before that, like a week or so before that. And I was kind of processing everything that I was processing with you about like how I was feeling on my trip and all that stuff. I told her, I was like, my, my therapist name is Sage. I was like, Sage, like I have felt I have spent the last decade of my life because I'm 30. I've spent the last decade of my my life figuring out what I want to be, right? What I want to be, the business I want to build. And I can, you know, I'm not proud of this, but I can wholeheartedly say that 90 to 95% of my mental and emotional energy and even physical energy over the last decade has prioritized business, has prioritized my career, has prioritized what I want to build. And she, and I was talking about how I feel so empty, like how I feel so empty like my business is not fulfilling me, right? I feel dry in like the content area. I feel disconnected from business because of it. And therefore in life, because I made business such a huge part of my life, I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling um, like purposeless. And it's like this, it's like this cycle, right? It's like this cycle of pouring so much into business, not seeing that like emotional um, return because you feel disconnected and then feeling purposeless, wondering if she, if she, you should go get that nine to five, wondering if that will be more fulfilling. And she was like, Carson, it's not that at all. It's that you've made business like, okay. She's like drew two circles on a whiteboard. Okay. Just try to envision this with me. She drew a circle on her whiteboard. And one of the circles was, um, life. Right. And then she drew another circle that was business and it was the same size. 
right? So she was like, you've made life and business, like those two circles, the same size when actually life should be like five times the size and business should just fit inside of it along with other hobbies and other values and other things that you want to prioritize. And then she asked me, she was like, you know, it's not so much about what you want to be. Like you've prioritized so much what you want to be when, when you grow up, she said, who do you want to be? And I was like, I have no idea because I've spent so much time figuring out what I want to be. And then the other part of that was like being a recovering people pleaser and, you know, being who everyone needs me to be instead of being myself. So she kind of encouraged me to like fill my life circle with other things besides business. So that way when business isn't like fulfilling you, you're not depressed, right? Like that makes so much sense. And so that that's kind of like how I was feeling and where I was coming from with that as well. And now I'm like trying to focus on adding hobbies into that, which comes to like the balance. And I think I'm even now, like in this week, I'm like, am I giving too much to other parts of my life and not prioritizing business enough because I'm not used to this? Yeah, absolutely. It's a really big mental shift. And I think there's also this other layer of when you're really focusing on your business and growing your business, your identity becomes really tied in being an entrepreneur, which I think Mm -hmm. is something to be proud of. And I think that being passionate about what you do is something that's a huge blessing. And that's something we've also chatted a lot about is like, is work just work? Like, should it truly just be something we show up with to like support our lives or can it be purposeful? Can it be impact driven? Can it bring joy? And I think that there's like this really hard balance to strike because like, absolutely. I think our businesses should be filled with joy and purpose. Like I just remember last week I was in like the funkiest funk, but like hopping on my coaching calls for my mastermind and for my program, I was like, this is why I show up. Like seeing Mm -hmm. them have those moments, like having that connection with them, like impacting someone's life, even with something so small as like Instagram or content or video, I feel like that is like totally okay and really important to actually have that purpose and enjoy with business. But also like that shouldn't be our only place that we're finding that joy. Because I think that rest of like focusing on Spanish or like going to the gym or like just resting a little bit more on Fridays and having a four day work week, like that quite literally, once you get to that point in your business where you're like, you've established the like roots and you're just like building the tree branches and the leaves, like that rest is what gives you the energy for that other level of business growth. But it's just shifting your brain because it just completely is a mindset shift that is really hard to train your nervous system, your mind, your body, that this personal growth is just as important as this business growth. But like even more important for the longevity of things because it is not sustainable to focus on business growth, nor is it fulfilling for five, 10 years and then eventually shift to personal growth, right? Like we have to start now. We have to prioritize it now, even if it's in small ways, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. And I think like, you know, even listening to us talk now, I'm like this obvious, like, it seems like it can be so obvious, right? That yes, like business should not take up your whole life and that we should, you know, prioritize other things and make room for other things. But it happens so easily. And I, I don't think like a lot of, well, maybe do people do realize like how easy it is to prioritize business because like we are passionate about the things that we do. And also, I don't think it's just that. I think it's like this day and age, like if you are going to run an online business, it requires so much of you, right? Especially when you're just starting out, you are the service provider or the offer provider or the product seller. You are the marketing team. You are the admin. You are checking it. Like you're, you're doing, you're playing so many different roles. And as you grow and so like right off the bat, you are extending yourself And, you know, allowing business to take up so much more than any other part of your life would, because you have to be so much more, you know? Mm -hmm. And then as like you grow into different roles, you're like, okay, I can like outsource that or pass that off. But like mentally you're still there mentally, just because you physically and like energy detached yourself from some tasks. Does not mean that like mentally you have, you know, just been like, okay, like I can give less mental room to my business now because other people know, like now that space is being occupied by other things. It's being occupied by like, what offers can I create now that I have more time? So I think like, you know, sometimes I, I listen to us talk and I'm like, well, obviously guys, like this makes so much sense, but like, it's such a mental thing that happens yeah. so easily. And one of the things Sage asked me, she was like, in order to move away from this, in order to, you know, put business in its rightful place, essentially, we need to figure out what your values are. Because like when you can tie yourself to other values, um, then like you will start to prioritize them as well. So like, I just wanted to say that in case someone's like, I love what you're saying. Like, this is making so much sense to me, but like, how do I do that? And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't have, like, that's all I can give you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's all I can give you is like, my therapist was like, Hey, like, what are your other values? What else do you value in life? Start carving out time for those things. And like Natasha said, we like are trying to work on our hobbies and stuff now, but yeah, like very practically, I'm, I think both of us are still like a work in progress for, with this. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like with what you were kind of saying of like, you like start to grow and scale and pass things off and move towards a four day work week and all those things, but there's still this like push for a lot of us to fill that extra time, particularly with business things and productivity (laughs) there. But I think that it's really hard to move into that area where like, what if business, like my own therapist, we love our therapist. Yeah. Um, Shout out to our therapist for (laughs) hearing this podcast. (laughs) Sponsored by our therapist. (laughs) (laughs) but but literally I think it's it's I think that is maybe a little nice little hobby that might not be as fun but it is really 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 important for helping you identify those places where you can make those shifts because doing it on your own even just doing it on like friend hot girl walks like isn't enough you know I think having Mm -hmm. that support is really really important but just one thing that really stuck with me when I was kind of telling her this like push to rest but also this push to like do more in my business is she's like what if just like business can be like a six out of ten or an eight out of ten or Mm. just every day what if it doesn't have to be that ten out of ten what if we just shift that a little bit 
And so I've just been trying to practice that of like, what is, what is like going an eight out of 10 mean today? Like, what do I really need to do? What do I really want to do? And just leaning into that and knowing that like everything will get done in its own time and everything will turn out how it's supposed to be and just like trusting ourselves. And I feel like that's where pausing comes in. So I feel like it's important Mm. for us to maybe talk about our, I mean, our philosophies, uh, our like current experience, I guess. When is it time to pause and when is it time to like quit? And when is it time to like just be consistent and like create that habit and like create that ritual and like prioritize something? Because I think there's, they're all very different seasons that are important to honor and acknowledge depending on what it is, you know? It's hard. Okay. For me personally. And I think you'll agree too, because like at the beginning of this podcast, we said Natasha and I are inclined to be black and white thinkers, which means it's either or not, um, or no, it's this way or that way. Not like, you know, different. It could be like a, we don't see, we see two sides of a coin. Right. And so, um, people, people listening are like, Carson, we know what black and white thinking is. Thank you. (laughs) I just paint the picture. Okay. Um, I like to paint. I'm, I'm a writer. Um, yeah. so anyway, um, so initially when I was like thinking of things that were draining me and that I've just felt like I'm on a hamster wheel with like podcasts specifically, I was like, all right, like I have to quit the podcast. Like it wasn't like, okay, I can just pause for the summer. We can take a summer break and then we can relax and then we can just, um, come back in, um, you know, quarter four for the podcast and like feel a little bit refreshed. Like automatically my thinking went to, we have to quit, not we have to pause. And that's something that I'm actively working working on and trying to see, you know, other solutions to problems instead of like, oh, this, you know, this is the only way. So that was something that was um, hard or different for me. And even when we went on our walk and I was telling you about, um, you know, I want, I was, I don't want to do the podcast anymore. Like in my mind, I was like, I'm just quitting the podcast. Then like after talking with you about it, I was like, you know what, we can just like take a break. And that's when we're like, yeah, we should do like a breakup episode for like summer break. And like, that'll be so fun. So that's been something that I'm actively working on is like, there is a time in different things in business and in life when you're pausing from them. And there is a time when like, you're like, no, this is actually no longer serving me and I'm actually going to quit it. But like, how do we determine what that is? I think is the biggest question and the thing that takes up the most space in our brain when we're trying to make a decision. Am I wrong? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it kind of goes back to those values, right? Like when we go back to our values as business owners, as creators, as marketers, as people that are serving our communities, like podcasting is very much a part of our values. I would say Mm -hmm. they still are. If you're listening to this, like we are not really breaking up with y'all. Like like, we don't mean it. Like we promise (laughs) we're just dramatic. We're just very much dramatic. Yeah. We have a lot uh, of, um, dramatic, untapped dramatic potential, you know? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. We had to lean into it. But I feel like the other difficult thing with pausing is like quitting almost feels like you're able to like end it and like mental capacity away from it. But pausing is almost more difficult because you're like, well, how long are we pausing? Or like, how are we going to pause? Yeah. How are we going to get back from a pause, which is even more difficult. And I think that 
at least for me, like I've been embracing like right now, even as we're recording this, like I've been off Instagram for a week. I didn't really plan it. I didn't really announce it. I don't really know when I'm going back. (laughs) Um, And I think that is something that normally I would be like, okay, I'm going to take a one week break. I'm going to take a weekend break. And I think those more structured breaks are really helpful. But I also think that like, embracing a pause as it also being something that we don't have to know every detail about every answer to those questions is really hard it is so hard hard. that is the most hard thing like I think you and I and maybe even people listening like we are people who like a plan we like deadlines we know when something is starting we know when something is stopping we like it even even our breaks are calculated right like I'm a very calculated person I'm an analyst I like to know what is happening I don't like I don't like to be in the middle and I don't like indecision like right now give you an example. I'm growing my hair out. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life (laughs) because it's not short anymore. And it's also not long. It just is. I'm in the in-between and that's what a break or a break or like a pause can be sometimes. It's just like, you know, that you need it, right? Like you don't absolutely want to quit. That's the thing is like when you quit something, like when you start something or when you quit something, you're making a decision and you have a plan for it and it's like cut and dry. And that makes us feel good because it makes us feel like we're more in control when you're pausing something and you don't really know when you're bringing it back or what it'll look like. And you're just letting yourself be, there's so much discomfort in that because you don't have a lot of control. If someone's like, Hey, Oh, okay. You're taking a break. Like when's it going to be back? And you have to give an answer like, Oh, I don't know. That's really, really uncomfortable. And I think that it's not talked enough about enough in business. And that's when the major reason why we're having this conversation is because there's a lot of content online and I, I might have even, you know, be, have been guilty in the past for creating content like this, that like, you know, everything needs to be structured and like, you need to have a game plan and for stuff, it just, comforts us more. And even with, um, I was telling Natasha before this episode, we were talking just about life and, you know, other things that we're experiencing during this break, the discomforts that we're experiencing, but I am taking this season. Like I'm not creating any business content right now on Instagram. I'm kind of like, I'm not off Instagram, but I'm just like creating whatever I want to create for the sake of it. And, um, I'm revamping my copy week offer, which is a signature offer. And I'm like, okay, I'm taking this, like no one can book it right now. Cause I'm reworking it so that I actually enjoy what I'm offering. And in my mind, I'm like, we're taking one month off of it only. And then I'll get back to marketing it in August. And I want to start booking some spots. And yesterday while I was sitting with myself in a coffee shop, kind of thinking about, I, I, am someone who enjoys a longer process. I like to do small things really well, not just me. And I realized that the timeline I had set for myself to get back out there didn't really allow me to have the process that I really want to do it well. And that was very uncomfortable because I don't know when it's coming back now, but I know I need to allow myself to have my process. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Like that's really hard. It's just giving ourselves permission and grace. And I think when we're kind of like, I think like if we're going to give advice, like I'm just imagining someone listening and like, okay, love this pause. I'm here for it. Make stickers, make mugs. Like they're here for it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like a part of me is like, how do we know when you really need to pause and when maybe we need to be consistent when we need to quit. And I think it really Mm. comes down to like really deep, uncomfortable reflection of like, how do you want this to look? What actually 
feels really good. And I often think that like when we're having conversations and even when like, I'm like self-coaching myself, I'm often asking and just really listening to that intuition. I think that it never steers us wrong. And there's Mm -hmm. something really permission giving about whatever decision you make is the right one right? Like there isn't, there isn't a inherently right answer, but the, the decision that you do make is the right one for you at that time. And just trusting that and knowing that whatever you decide is right, I think is, is really important because deep down inside, if you know, you have it in the tank and that you're making mindset icky excuses or strategy excuses for not showing up consistently on Instagram or your podcast or email, then like maybe you need to reduce your frequency. Maybe you need Mm -hmm. to revamp your content. Maybe you need to be re-inspired, right? And that's like one route to take. And then when it comes down to quitting something, does something just no longer feel good, right? Like when I was quitting social media management, there wasn't a really deep reason or why. It was like this no longer feels good. And it was as simple as that. I didn't know what the next step was. I didn't know why exactly I felt that way during that season in 2020. Besides that 2020 was a crazy year. I literally just knew that social media management no longer served me. And that was quitting. Mm, Yeah. I think that just leaning into that. Yeah. And then just being okay with it, which is kind of the the harder part, but I hopefully this inspires people that it's okay to do that. And I, I feel like it is, it could be fun for us to kind of like end things off talking about like what we're doing during our pause. Maybe we'll have like the little business bubble, but also the big life bubble. Cause I think that'll be kind of like fun and inspiring for people to hear. Yeah. And even as you're just saying what you're saying, I just like wrote down some things that you are like, you're inspiring me while you're talking and maybe, cause I know, um, what helps me sometimes is journaling. Like I was telling Natasha yeah. before this is like, I, during this break, I have uncomfortable things have come up for me. I felt insecure. Um, because as, as you know, I think when people hear like, oh, you're taking a break from certain things that sounds so refreshing. That sounds so fun. Yes. Um, but at the same time, just because you're taking a break doesn't mean other people around you are. So like, you know, at at first it was fun and it was freeing, but then I started like feelings of insecurity started to come up. Like, am I going to be irrelevant? Are people going to forget about my offers when I bring stuff back, when I bring the podcast back, when I bring my offer back, will people still be interested in it and me? Um, so anyways, some things that I jotted down just real quick to like, you know, if you're like, should I quit? Should I break is like, like how will this, whatever this is that you want to take a break or quit from, how will it look and feel if I continue operating like in this way, right? Like if I continue doing it the way I'm doing it, how will I feel a month from now, three months from now? Like, am I just going to continue this cycle of like feeling miserable or whatever it might be? Cause sometimes like, again, it's not quitting altogether. It's just like inviting maybe other people in or like having, you know, some, um, deep reflection about how you're doing something instead of moving like a freight train being like, do we need to rebuild the way that we're doing this? Because one thing that has come up for me is, is like, I realized that I'm not disconnected from what I do because I was like, maybe I just don't like copywriting anymore. Maybe I don't like the podcast anymore. Maybe I don't like X, Y, Z. And I started to feel all this guilt, but sometimes it's not what you do, but how you're doing it. Right. And again, that comes from a lot of online influence um, and just like adopting ways that other people are doing things and ways that other people are telling you should be showing up. And like also asking yourself, like, am I honoring my process? 
Like if you're someone who likes a longer process and likes to create fewer content and everyone else is shouting at you that you need to be showing up every day, doing it X, Y, Z way, it makes sense that you'd be feeling burnt out and wanting to throw in the towel because you can't keep up with it. But maybe you just are not created to operate the way that they are. And that's okay. And, you know, is the way I'm doing this really serving others and really serving myself. Like Natasha said, like, you know, yeah, maybe being a social media manager was serving her clients really well. And so she could say, yes, it's still serving people. Like I'm making an impact, but I am not serving myself and I'm not honoring my time and energy well by continuing this thing. So maybe those things could just be like, those questions could be helpful. Um, if you're like, should I pause? Should I quit? Yeah. I think that's so, that- so good. I love it. Are we going to talk about what we're doing? What yeah, are we let's doing? Yeah, let's talk about the live stuff now. What are we um, doing? What are we doing? Um, oh, gosh. I think okay, business right. stuff, we're both revamping offers. So you're yeah. revamping your copy week, your email marketing one-on-one course, which mm-hmm. I am a student in and we love and use. So, you know, shameless plug for when it's back in action. <laughs> we love it. And I'm revamping my programs too. I'm revamping my signature program. We're kind of revamping some VIP days, maybe having Marlon doing his own offer, yeah. which we're really excited about. And yeah, and just focusing on the content that feels good. I think for both of us, I think we're not pausing all of our content, maybe mm-hmm. a few here and there, Yeah. but I think we're both really excited about video. I think we're both really excited about other platforms like YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're just experimenting and giving that space and capacity to adopt new platforms into our mix. I feel like those are like the main businessy things, right? Yeah. Just like revamping things. Like, again, it's time. It's not, you know, what I'm doing or what we're doing, but like how we're doing it and, you know, just entering new seasons and being like, maybe there's a different way that we can do this that will allow us to enjoy it. But you know what I found is so interesting. I don't know if you found this, but like just telling, even telling people like people online or people in my life that I'm like taking a break from like creating business content. Like we, I think we all as a society are conditioned to be like, all or nothing in online business and just in business and and things that like, when like someone's texting me, they're like, Oh, Hey, what are you doing today? I'm like, Oh, I'm working. They're like, Oh, I thought you weren't working. Like, you know, people equate taking a break in like one area of your business as just like break, like just not doing anything at all. So I think that's so interesting because like, you know, I know we're saying that we're very black and white in our thinking, but it's like, that's just how we're conditioned as an industry is like, you're all into your business. You're showing up like you're, you're quote unquote being consistent, um, in the, in like the view of the world, or you're just like not doing anything at all. Like it's uncomfortable for others too. Totally. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. So what are you doing in life? Like, okay, that's business. That's what we're doing in business. But what are you doing in your life? Yeah. I mean, I think getting married is uh, one of those things. (laughs) Casual. That's casual. (laughs) Yeah. Slightly big. I mean, by the time people are listening to this, we're going to be like less than two months away, which is insanity. And we're taking off like a week before, a week after we get back, we're going to be gone for almost like 10 days in Hawaii. So we're, we're really, really excited. And just like, really just wanting to soak up that, like the season of life for both of us. So, I mean, yeah, that's one thing, but I think we've definitely been both loving fitness. I've been Mm -hmm. going back to the gym. I tried out reformer Pilates and I've been loving it. Yoga, hot girl walks. I I just got hokas. 
I want to try reformer Pilates with you because I have class pass. Are you using class pass? No, it's like I have a membership, but they're probably on class pass. So we'll we'll go together. I think they're, I'm just doing class pass. Cause like every, yeah. like during, during the summer, every summer, I just like want to mix things up and try new things, but I don't want to commit to, yeah, I don't want to commit yeah. to anything. So I've I been doing that. class pass. Um, so yeah, I want to try reformer plies yeah. with you. Like, it's I've never so done fun. It. It's like, just like doing something fun, like getting the little grippy socks and like figuring <laughs> out the reformer, like just doing something new. It like does something for your brain yeah. absolutely yeah. does and the place I go is like in the suburbs and like I just love that there's like all these like moms and like grandmas that do it with me like <laughs> I don't know why it just it does something for me it really does <laughs> so yeah cute. fitness for both of us um yeah I was saying I got my hokas so like I'm a hot girl walk ready I, f- I feel like I need hokas now too I want those I all agree. white I want the white with like the orange that the I showed you in- ones. Oh, you yes, got yes, yes. the ones that I showed you in Marlin Yes. I think you need yeah. to get those. I got the okay. all white chunksters. So I'll keep you posted on okay, how cool. they look and go, okay. but I'm very excited. So yeah. <laughs> hot girl walks. Um, what else? I feel like I've really been into cooking and stuff. We okay. used to do so meal ways. kits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we probably <laughs> part ways there. You're like, Oh, good for you. Love that for you. <laughs> But yeah, we've always done meal kits and like, they're really handy, but I, we kind of like had it where it was like six of our meals a week was meal kits. And we're like, I kind of just want to like use my recipe books and just like, yeah, kind of like a slower pace of like, not just cooking to eat, but just like cooking to like have fun and yeah. do things. I've been like making mocktails. I really want to make bread and yes. pasta, mocktails. Like fun stuff. If you have any good mocktail recipes, please let me know. Um, I will. Because- because I've been on like my, no, I don't want to call it like a sober curious journey, but like, yeah. I've just like, ever since turning 30, I've just like drank less. Cause it doesn't like yeah. feel as good in, in my body for some reason. Yeah, so I, I love that. a good mocktail recipe. Yes. It's all about good sparkling water, having fruit. I got a muddler on Amazon, which I will send mm-hmm. you. I can't believe I okay. didn't send you that. That was very rude of yeah, me. Okay. <laughs> I forgive you. Crone's actually been wanting one because he loves yes. making co- he loves making cocktails. He's like, I yes. feel like I need a muddler. And I'm just like, okay, yes. man, we'll get one. But you but also I I don't want him to get one because he won't order the cutest one. So please send me here because here's yes. I will send I will send mine. Yeah. Cause we gotta muddle. So you gotta muddle some fruit. Sometimes a nice juice moment. Yeah. But that's like pretty much it. It's like very simple, which I feel like it's almost like better for you. It's more flavorful, mm-hmm. more fresh. I also made my first matcha lemonade. We <gasps> oh, loved oh, it. How I didn't see that either. I know. But that's I it's know. okay. I, I have been wanting to, you know what? Okay, first of all, well, I want to make <laughs> now we're just talking about drinks. Um, but yeah, I really want to make a, a really refreshing matcha lemonade. I think that'll be so yes. good. Do it. And um I made a strawberry matcha the other day, Ooh. except for I'm me. I know I'm like yelling at you for not showing me your matcha lemonade. And I, like, <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, well, I didn't, I don't think I was, I wasn't very proud of it. Cause I'm like, you need like, you need creamier milk. Like I need like a mm. condensed can of like coconut milk because Ooh, like yep. you need the strawberry portion Ooh. to be like thicker than yes. the matcha. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you kind of want it to sit Makes on top sense. of the matcha. So yep. anyways, maybe we can like workshop that recipe together. Yeah, definitely. I've wanted, I love peaches. So I feel like peach, like I've seen peach matchas too. Where it's like so the same good. thing with the strawberries. So I'm like, that sounds really good. So yeah, yeah, beverages. We love a beverage moment. 
Another, yeah. Another thing I've been doing is, um, well, just recently is like, I discovered resort pass. Um, yes. yes, I discovered a resort pass and I'm obsessed with it because like, we both try to take Fridays off of work yep. and have like shorter work weeks. So I'm like, what do I do on this day? you know, sometimes. Um, and I found this thing called resort pass, which is like where you can look up like local hotels and resorts in your area and like buy a pool pass. Yeah. It's so genius. Yes. So fun. Tell us about your Spanish journey, which me and Marlon are excited to be on soon with you. Yes. So I start a Spanish lesson soon. So like Spanish is also like another thing that Um, I've been wanting, we've been both wanting to do Spanish lessons for so long. Um, and I feel like now is just definitely the time. So yeah, I'm hired a Spanish tutor and I can't wait for you and Marlon. I'm going to start those soon, um, lessons soon, but I'm excited for you and Marlon to do it too, because then like we can, it's all about like practicing with other people, right. Is how you, um, really become bilingual and having someone to talk to. So I'm excited that we'll hopefully all be on that journey. (sighs) together so yeah like Spanish lessons just trying to like do fun activities outside like resort pass to keep myself occupied on um Fridays or days that I want to take off from work um traveling spending time with like my family like the other day I could have worked on like I was doing some like stuff admin stuff on Friday because again sometimes I just get bored if I don't have something to do um and my dad was like hey we're gonna go have lunch with like your grandpa down by like the water do you want to come and I was like yes and so like just saying yes more to spending time with other people and like my friends and being present in people's lives is what I'm trying to do and hopefully through that I'll figure out what my values are (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I love how like we shared a few things, but like they weren't anything like really pressing, really breaking, like definitely fun goals and things that we want to prioritize. But I think that's kind of the key, right? Is like when you create a little bit more space and you're wanting to focus more on personal growth and hobbies is like, just like start with little things. They don't have to cost a lot. They don't have to be really fancy. It doesn't have to be something that gets you this really end result of like you being like a professional chef or something like crazy. Yeah. You have to monetize. Like it doesn't and have no, to be I was about to crazy. say that. I was like, yep. notice all the things that we've listed. We cannot monetize. Nope. Not. Well, we could, but <laughs> we, we could, should not. But we should not. And we likely will not. I don't foresee myself being a Spanish tutor. No. Um, I don't see myself. Yeah. Monetizing resort pass. Being I, a I would, I would, coach. Yeah, I would love to be an affiliate for Resort Pass, and I can get some free right. like Resort Pass days. I love. But that. other than other than that, yeah, we. I I like that, and I didn't even intentionally do that, but I like that we probably won't monetize any of those things. Yes. Yeah. Or just like the goal of never being good at it. Right. Like I know I've been like on and off of like just coloring and doodling and watercoloring. Like it's something that I like to do every once in a while. It's just like something to do. Like like you said, when you're just like, I need to be doing something productive of just like, okay, let's just like color and watercolor. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. my goal is never to like paint the prettiest flower or like even paint or draw anything that actually is like a thing. Like I just, am like doodling lines and shapes and like, it's just to have fun, not to like be perfect or or curated or anything. So I think there's a lot of, it almost like trains you to think that same way with business, you know, to like, like really push that muscle of like, it doesn't need to be all out. It doesn't need to be, but it can just be fun. It can just be joyful and very yeah. simple. 
And I think that's the whole goal, right? Is like when you are taking this season, if you do decide to take a season of rest and I want to acknowledge, like there is a lot of privilege in, in being like, um, Hey, I'm taking a whole month off of marketing my business. Um, so that I can rest. I recognize that there's a lot of privilege in being able to say that, but it it also takes like in the same breath, it takes a lot of faith, right? It takes a lot of faith to be, to, to move into that too. And to like give yourself what you need, because again, I've struggled with a lot of insecurity during this time, feeling like I'll become irrelevant, like really having depend on like be like I trust God fully with my business um really having to like surrender a lot of things um but the goal here for me is if I have a goal because I love goals and you love goals too but like the goal is to expand my life circle during this break so intentionally that I don't want to go back to the way I was operating before. Um, I don't want to go back to my life and my business circle being the same size, but that I filled my life with all these beautiful things. Um, that balance just kind of comes naturally. And I think, you know, it's just going to take some time, but I think summer's the best time. Like summer's one of the best times to do that. Yes. Summer is truly the best time the end of the year is the best time, the beginning of the yeah. new year, spring, like mm-hmm. there's so many fun seasons where like you can listen to this and, and feel inspired to, yeah. to pause, to play, to quit if needed, to get a little kick in your butt, to be consistent. Like yeah. there's, there's a time and season for all of this. And I feel like we, we like did pretty good. Like this was chatty, yeah, but like sure. we nailed it. We nailed this. Yeah. I, you know what? Sometimes I love a good chatty podcast, like yeah. between friends where it's just like lifestyle and also like what they're going through and stuff, because yep. I think we're fortunate enough to like live close to one another and like actually have these talks in real life and then like yeah. bring them to this space. Um, Um, so, and also I just love like listening to other people's friendship dynamics. I feel like they're so fun. (laughs) It's so nice. Yeah. You like just went on a hot girl walk with us. That just happened. Rue was not here. She is very much sleeping, but like she'll come next time, you know? Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Well, this was fun. So I guess, should we do some little plug on where to hang out with us and what is coming up for us? Absolutely. You go first. Okay. So yes, we're revamping our signature program. So if you want to work together, you want to learn from me in terms of video content strategy, there's a really, a lot of really exciting updates that are going to be in that program. So definitely feel free to join the wait list, but in terms of where to stay connected with me, um, we're pouring a lot of our time and energy into YouTube. So definitely connect with us there. If you're needing some help with Instagram strategy, tutorials, vlogs, fun content like that. Um, and then also on Instagram, I'm on a break now but maybe I'll be back. You know, that's definitely my platform. We love to be there. (laughs) And also email. We love a good email list. So definitely download my free repurposing video lesson and join my email list. I send out weekly emails and it's definitely one of my favorite places to hang out. It's one of the best newsletters that I have ever read. I love your newsletter. So kind of, kind of same for me. I'm revamping my copy week offer, which I'm very excited about. And just like trying to lean into how I can better serve people and just, you know, taking all the things I've learned in the last couple of years, like a year and a half of having this offer and just, you know, just making it more beneficial for others. And also I'm going to be revamping the email marketing 101 course. So it's available. It's always available to purchase, but I'm just, it's almost been a year since she's been, you know, out for people to, um, you yeah. know, take advantage of. And I just want to kind of zhuzh her up a little bit. And um, we're going to do 
like just be adding new lessons and making sure everything's still relevant because just like with Instagram, things change with email sometimes. And I'm also going to be soft launching a new offer actually probably in this season, just like putting applications and stuff out there because I've already built a wait list for it. And that is my business mentorship for copywriters. So if you're like a new or aspiring copywriter, you, if you join like my email list, you can like or hop on the wait list for that. I think it's in the link in my bio on Instagram. So yeah, Instagram's a great place. My email list, of course, I love email and the podcast eventually will be back in quarter yes. four. And I'm already really, really excited. It's funny. Like when you take a break, you actually get way more excited about totally. like, I'm just excited about doing it a little bit more intentionally. I feel like both of us, like just to end this off is like, a nice way to like think of a break or a pause or whatever you want to call it, right? Is like you are like an arrow. Like sometimes you feel like you are not making progress, but sometimes you are actually like an arrow being pulled back, you know, so that mm-hmm. you can go further. Yep. Oh, I love that. So powerful. Yeah. yeah. We're little this arrows. Is- We're just little yes. arrows right now. Yes. I love that. Be arrows with us. I think this was such a great conversation. <laughs> make and a I feel like that says that. Yes, we should. We have like a whole merch line like planned in our our heads. Maybe it'll happen one day. Yeah, I would love that. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, I feel like also I want to do a little bit of a plug wherever you're listening to this. If you're new to either of us um, and if you've vibed with what we've been chatting about, this is definitely our philosophies with content and marketing, email, social media, Instagram, video. So definitely just like just hang out with us. We'll give you good vibes. We promise. Yeah. Sustainability is at the core of it all. Yeah. I think, think, yeah, just last thing, I think one of the coolest things about you and I that I love and honor and want to uphold like so much is that our platforms are not a place where I think people come and they feel like they're not doing enough. And that's always something that I want to be for someone is I don't ever want to be, and I don't think you, you don't either is like that just people show up and they feel automatically feel like they're not doing enough or that they need to do more, but just like enriching people's lives, which I think is really cool about us. Yeah, absolutely. So this is like a, this is a see y'all later. Yeah. Goodbye. Just to see you later. Hang out somewhere else, you know, just a little pause and binge all the other content we have, right? Yeah. Like there's there's still so many things that, yeah, that you can be learning and like consuming, but yeah, like in, I think what is, oh no, that's bye. I think no, hasta, hasta luego in Spanish. So yes, muy bien, muy bien. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you loved the gem shared. Be sure to check out any of the important links I mentioned in the episode show notes. Don't forget to follow the show to be the first to know when our next episode airs. If you loved what you heard, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review as it really helps support the show. I love seeing your takeaways from the episode over on the gram. So be sure to tag me in your stories at shine with Natasha. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. See you next time.